Hey, this is the Commander's Recoat Podcast, episode 173. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan, and today we're going to kick off a brand new work that makes you feel good. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What's going down? whole ton is going down. We're going to learn to record in a brand new way here in CCO Nation. We're going to give some shout outs to some new patrons. We're going to talk about a new arc that we're setting up and we're going to give a state of the game as of today. But before that, we have to thank our official sponsors, face-to-facegames.com. They're Canada's biggest magic store. Very much so. And you know what? We've been in close contact with face-to-face games over the last month or so because we are working with them as they do their kind of shut down due to the public health situation and it's funny that after 170 whatever episodes this is actually the first time you and i have ever not been in the same room for an episode this is it's kind of weird like i'm used to looking at you when i talk to you and now i'm just like looking around the room and of course the building's under quarantine right so like there's nobody here except me and it's it's very strange yeah, yeah, that's actually funny. You're you're the big boss man during the quarantine, and now you're the only one that's actually even allowed in the building. And you're doing it. You're doing a podcast of all things. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's better than doing it at my house. F that, man. Like, I need to get out too. Like, you've oh. been locked down for weeks. Like, you got it way worse than I do. But holy shit, dude. You know what? The I've been. Ah, uh, I think it, it's this is week four without playing any magic. And I am on week three of being at home. I've left my house twice just to record with you, hit the post office to ship some cards, and then like hightail it back home. Oh, dude. So it sounds so shitty for everybody else. And like Kyla's all stressed out. And like my parents are on lockdown and work is just absolutely insane. But apart from my workload, like, really amping up a whole lot my life actually hasn't changed like I still wake up at the same time and I go to work and I do all the stuff that I normally do so people are like Brando how are you doing Brando we need to find stuff to do Brando we need to look after you it's like I'm busy I like I can't do any of that stuff I'm sorry and it's, it's very strange. It's a weird situation to be in. I, ki- I kind of feel the same where you're right. I wake up at a very similar time now. Now the boy is at home because we we don't have him at daycare right now. So he's with me and my schedule changed such that I'm doing like the hashtag super dad thing from whatever, eight or nine to about four or 4.30 when Rebecca gets home from work and... It, like as soon as she gets home, I start painting until supper time, usually like five thirty or six or whatever. And then she takes, she, she takes off downstairs to play games, watch movies, whatever. And I just like alter cards and do podcast stuff until it's like bedtime. So instead <laughs> of working, you know, like regular people hours during the day, no, it's like my day starts at four and I'm on like the, the evening night shift type thing. So I'm in the same boat. My parents are like, we're worried about you. I'm like, no, man, I'm busy. Like, <laughs> I ain't got time to worry. Yeah. I, I ain't got time to be sick. <laughs> yeah. I'm like uh, Jesse, the body venture on Predator. I ain't got time to bleed. There it is. And it's also a movie that you've seen, which is fun. Hey, that's a classic. That's one that people could watch. I wonder if it's on Netflix. Okay. Here's the, here's the, here's the Predator question. And anybody in CCO Nation, feel free to uh, chime in on this one. Would Predator, the original Predator, have been a more exciting movie 
had they cut out that part at the very beginning where you see it ship land on Earth? Oh, that's a weird question. Because, like, the first scene you see in Predator is the ship crashing into the jungle, right? Or landing in the jungle. So you know it's an alien. Whereas if you didn't see that, had you not known what the movie was about and just watching it, you wouldn't know that it was this, like, technologically advanced super alien killing people. Like, it could have been gorillas or, like, a ghost or something. You know what I mean? And it could have added that little extra level of tension. Yeah, that's a philosophical movie. You don't get very many philosophical movie questions from movies from, like, the late 80s and first half of the 90s. They just start a bunch of jacked-up army guys that just shoot. Yeah, just right? shoot. Like, yeah, literally <laughs> just they shoot into the bush until their Gatling guns are empty. Yes. And that they, is that they... is an actual scene in Predator. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a good-ass scene, too. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh man, I love it. I love that show. I like Commando. This hey, but listen, not cinematic cookout podcast. We've said that oh, before. CCO. We've said it before. We are Commander Cookout Podcast, an MTG podcast focused on unique, fun, spicy deck building and Magic the Gathering enjoyment. Yes. And under these weird times, these weird circumstances that we're all finding ourselves in we've actually switched what we were planning to bring everybody over the next four five six weeks or the next arc of episodes we were planning on doing the arc of budget brews budget decks budget commander but we have switched it up to be the arc of what did you call it good vibes the arc of feel goods the arc of the feel goods working title Working title. We'll probably stick with it. Yeah, we, everybody knows yeah. what that means. <laughs> yeah, the good, the good vibe arc, whatever. But we're gonna we're gonna push the budget builds back a few weeks. But if you got those, keep sending them to us because we're gonna need them. And we're gonna focus on the the feel good decks, not necessarily group hug or decks that are shitty because they're there to make you friends instead of have fun games. But decks that are are feel good for you, like when quarantine's over and the LGS is full of Magic players again. What's that deck that you're just itching to play oh i like that yeah like i want to i want to bust norn out so bad i'm i'm trying to convince kyla to learn magic just so that i can like play f and magic so, yeah yeah, yeah that's real life you know what i was thinking too is like what is the deck that when you just you know you open your magic carrying case whatever it may be what is the deck that you bring out and you shuffle and you just draw a sample hand or just goldfish it out because you want to maybe practice or it feels good or something about the strategy right like what is that comfort food type deck that you kind of just habitually like to play or what is the one that you whip out when you know that you want the people in your your play group that you're playing with to have a good time so that's what we want to focus on and we want people to send us those decks either to the preferred deck list channel on our discord if you have access to that if you're a patron supporter or of course to commandercookout at gmail.com descriptions are key for us to know about the deck and custom categories are also a bonus for us to really figure out the deck or how it feels so if you have the time to to do either of those things it's greatly appreciated Speaking of feel good, also, I didn't talk about this with Ryan. I totally forgot because I'm bad for that. But to everybody who is a, a patron supporter or new patron supporter, uh, if you are interested in a Brando token altar um, in support of our local game stores, and we're going to get into that later on in the show as well, uh, I've aimed to 
project myself some ways to support the local game stores. And in doing that, I want to buy more tokens. So for this arc, if you are a patron supporter of the show or thinking about becoming one, if you DM me your address and a token that you would like, I will make one for you and send it off throughout the course of quarantine. Sweet. I actually have a I have a, a list of a few names of people from our last arc that wanted token altars and I'll get those to you after the show. I forgot to actually send that to you to tell you the, to give you the number of how many you needed to do. So just a little behind the scenes there for everybody because <laughs> we haven't <laughs> it, seen each other, okay? Yeah, we haven't seen each other in like two weeks. So this is very strange and we're still not seeing each other, which is even more strange. But we're, but we're getting there. We're going to get through it. And if we sound a little strange, that's that's why. Oh, no. Magic editing, you can cut this up however way you want it, and it'll sound exactly like it normally does. I guarantee it. Yeah, people are going to be like, what are they even talking about? They're obviously in the same room together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you know what? Speaking of guarantee, I want to jump right into our first giveaway for this arc last arc the arc of feeling good we have some more mystery booster packs to give away and we guarantee that they'll be the packs that have good cards in them because my last few out of this box have been junk (laughs) so it's gonna have like you will get the pack it will have a ristic study it will have a demonic tutor and it will have a mana vault oh 100 guarantee and foil rune tail because hell yeah foil rune tail Oh, you know what I did open up? I did open up a pack that had a foil Reaper King in it, and I got just right bent over like our buddy F.U. Alex. $70 <laughs> from Shadowmore, 4 bucks from Mystery Booster. <laughs> so, oh, 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 man, that is that is hurting. Although I'm super happy with the way the Mystery Boosters have impacted prices. I think we talked about that last week, too, where, like, you can buy a non-foil Rune Tail from Krapagawa, and it's 8 bucks, or you can buy a foil one from Mystery Boosters, and it's, like, 350 so sick that's pretty cool i'm i'm really excited about that that's right so our first giveaway of the arc the day the week the whatever this came by way of a facebook comment i don't know what it was just that it was a facebook comment probably guessing the commander from a cco pre-show of which i'm going to be doing those by myself maybe over the next few arcs just little light fun videos that that'll come out before the show because again it's just about feeling good and we want everybody to have fun content to consume this small handful of packs however many it's going to be is going out to david wolf david wolf yeah wolfie So, David, if you're listening, get in contact with us. Let us know your address. We'll shoot some packs out to you when I actually do leave the house. It's funny. I'm going for groceries tomorrow, but, like, the post office is closed, so. (laughs) (laughs) And you're going by yourself, obviously, which is just the worst. I am, yeah. My my wife, you know her, Rebecca, she is stuck at home for the next few days. She works in healthcare, so... Uh, she stays home during the week just for precautionary reasons because she works at a hospital, right? So I'm the one that goes out and does the the stuff. Yeah, I'm the same way. But I'm going out because I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Even though I probably should because like, I'm the one that's working right now and Kyla's having not that. So maybe I should be more careful, but... Whatever. Being careful is the way that we we solve it. But listen, we're not talking about the public health situation, the coronies, the COVID-Ds. The only D I want to 
Never mind. Don't yeah. Don't Google that. <laughs> don't finish that. It's we're fine. So David Wolf, get at us. If anybody wants to get in on mystery boosters for this arc, we are going to have a few more. I've got a couple couple more winners for stuff that we said that we we're going to announce. We've got a deck giveaway sometime in this podcast. I'm sure I'll just hear an air horn and then I'll have to say a name. <laughs> And we've, we've got those, but today, no deck list. If you haven't figured it out already, like we're, we're 12 or 13 minutes in and haven't given a deck away, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, we just wanted to spread some positivity and let some, let everybody in CCO nation know what we're going to be covering over the next few weeks. But before we get into any of our main topics, we do have a couple new patron shout outs to, to get to. Even in times like these, people want these, hey? Very much so. We've got specifically a patron who increased their pledge to get a nickname. And then we've got a returning patron that returned to CCO Nation specifically because times are tough. So we're going to start with increased patron, Chris Duerson. Chris Duerson. We called him... Chris Dewer's son, right? Dewer's son. It's like Dewer's son. It's oh, like, I never want to say that to my son. <laughs> well, no, but you remember how like Stone Cold used to call everybody son? Uh, I'm, I'm going to whip your ass, son. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Chris, so like, Chris, whip your ass, son. Yeah. I'm in yeah. on it. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Hopefully How about just Chris whip your ass? I like that too. Chris, we whatever can... you prefer, we very much... He actually told me that his friends uh, have their own nicknames for him that run the gambit anywhere between like just like CD or Chris or whatever he said all the way to like a really bad name that <laughs> I'm not going to repeat here. <laughs> so Chris, whip your ass. Welcome. Thank you. We appreciate the support. Next shout out. Okay. And this is a pseudonym. So we've got a couple options here or like a screen name. So we give them a real name. That's how it is. Okay. Once you hear the name though, maybe you won't want to. The okay. screen name is Reinhawk. Like Rhymecock? Like Reincock? Rhindcock. Yeah. Like grapefruit cock. Yeah. I don't know what that looks like. Some kind of weird Lance Armstrong type story. I don't know if you've ever heard Lance Armstrong's story. He woke up and it was just like swollen like a grapefruit and he had to, yeah, it's a thing. Oh, dude, I went to school with a guy that was like, he fell down and he was like on all fours in the playground and some dude thought it'd be super funny if he'd just like basically run and punt him as hard as he could in the in the nutsack. Oh, no. And, and that grapefruit had to get one removed. It was one of those situations where, like, what were you thinking, dude? Like, even when we're small, we're, like, 9 or 10, who thinks that's a good idea? Like, who thought that would be funny? I don't know. You know what? Moral of the story, just um, take care of yourselves out there. (laughs) (laughs) Playgrounds are dangerous places to be. Maybe it's good that they're closed. I don't know. (laughs) That's real life. That's some heavy-hitting shit right there. Next shout out, Reinhock. Thank you very much. Oh, we didn't give. Oh, Ryan. What do we call him? Grapefruit something. Reinhock. Reinhock. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Welcome. Thank you. It's good to have you. Next shout out, Joe Walsh. Fairly generic. Joe. 
You know what we haven't said on the show in a long time? Nope. F you, Joel. And if you just say it right, F you, Joel. <laughs> F you, Joel. Yeah, man. I like it. F you, Joel. Joel. Yeah, we haven't talked to Joel in a good long while. Or well, I guess he's been coming back around to the Dude Bro Nights of late. But now that we're all shut down, we've got next best Joel. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I actually owe Joel 50 bucks and I've been carrying it around with me trying to give it to him and I just never see him. Oh, F him. Yeah, I mean, so I guess maybe I owe myself 50 bucks. I don't know. That's good. Yeah. Final shout out and Patreon thank you to returning patron John Molinari. I can never say it. His nickname was John Moriarty. Yeah, like the uh, the Sherlock Holmes villain. Yeah. I didn't know that. I'm glad that you remembered it. John actually sent us a message that he thought it's important to support content creators if they have Patreon pledging systems or what have you or listening and downloading when times are tough. So he came back to CCO Nation and gave us that nice message. And that was part of the catalyst to have us actually change our arc to this one, the arc of good vibes or feel goods, because... We want to just make sure that we're we're paying it forward with with feel good content and giveaways and stuff because uh, again it's just just what we want to do right now. Yeah, people are helping us out and uh, I mean having us in your ear holes and other holes, as I say at the end of every show, and uh, we really appreciate it. So we figured maybe we could send some of those some more of those good vibes out because the feel goods are what are going to get us through all of these strange times that we're in yeah and if you wanted to become a patreon supporter patreon.com slash cco podcast you can get us there you can check out at cco podcast at cco brando of course on twitter and another way to support the show the cco store where we've got a few like a couple play mats left we've got cco stickers and of course facebook.com slash cco podcast for the Thursday altar auctions. Those are huge for me. So thank you for supporting those if that's you. And I guess we've got a couple things outlined on other ways that we think it's important or other places that we think it's important to support. Yeah. So we had a couple of ways that we thought we could support locals, support the scene, the gathering part of magic, if you will. Uh, starting with the LGSs in ways that you can kind of still be involved, even though, especially like in our area, it's kind of by mail order or by phone only where they'll like drive by your house and throw your shit out the window at your door so that you don't give them COVID. But uh, but there are lots of ways that we can support these stores going forward as they're closing, sort of. So the the couple things that I've seen published online, kind of like PR posts from Wizards have been the ability to like, <clears throat> like have uh, at home pre-releases, right? Like you, you, I, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure how it works. Do you pay the store? Is Do you pay online and the store gives you product? I assume you pay the store. Yeah. I'm assuming that you're going to the store. You sign up as if you were at the store and then you just take your shit home and do it there. And I don't know if you would submit results or maybe the store just like logs you as air quotes participating in the pre-release. I'm not a hundred percent sure how that would work, 
But I'm assuming that at the end of the day, like when you boil everything down, a pre-release is really just you going to a store and buying some pre-release product and then playing with it. So you're still doing that, except you're at home doing it either on your own or I guess over the internet somehow. Yeah, well, you know what's funny is the other thing they're doing is combining the Ikoria layer, or no, what is it called? Ikoria layer of behemoths? Ikoria land of behemoths? I don't know. Ikoria. They're combining the pre-release and the launch into one day. This is something other games have done for years and years and years and years, and I think moving forward, if it's if it's successful... And especially with showing like Wizards and Hasbro that we can be at home and you can have your combined one day still be profitable. This might actually be a good thing that comes out of, you know, trying to be safe and limiting interactions between people. Putting all of your launch on one day might actually be a good thing that we get moving forward. So there's not that awkward, oh, if you didn't pre-order a box, you can't have product until next week. Like it might be a good thing. I'm... I never really understood why they did the pre-release and then the launch anyway. Like, if the cards are out there and I have them, why do I have to sit on them for a week before I can play with them? Like, why don't we just release it all and then let them go? You know what I mean? I never understood why they did that. Like, you could do, like, a like a launch weekend and then have, like, something else the next weekend, I always thought. But the pre-release, I always thought, was kind of silly anyway. Yeah, and that's, again, that's been criticism that they've received for years and years and years. Probably it was some something that was from the 90s where there wasn't distribution change or they couldn't keep up with, like, the amount of content they needed. The internet wasn't as quick. There wasn't programs to track game results, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then over time... They just found that having a pre-release and a launch party made them more money, so they continued to do it. I, I don't know the history and the logistics of it all, but I'm assuming it's a money thing because if you can essentially launch a product twice, you can you can make more money. If you can hype somebody up with a small amount of cards at a pre-release and then you can sell them more during the launch because they had such a good time, right? Like that's probably where why it is the way it is now but maybe combining them will actually be a good thing and that that'll be the standard mo moving forward which i very much hope here's hoping i mean for commander players like us it doesn't really matter because we don't play standard so once we get the cards they just go into the decks anyway but yeah if you you if you pre-order a box and you crack your box and you didn't get the thing that you needed like you still have to wait a week for your single or, or for your single to ship from anywhere that can't sell you it until it like they're legally allowed to. You're still waiting two weeks for the pre-release prices to come down anyway, right? Like, it, I suppose, yeah. Nobody pre-orders cards anymore, do they? I think so. That's, I, I don't know. Except for I those, don't, like, I don't. I don't. <laughs> except for like the big ticket ones like Ren and Six, which I slept on because Joel told me to. <sighs> Another reason to F you, Joel. F you, Joel. So, okay, let's let's talk about the LGS again. How do you do this? Do you call them? Do you send them a, if they have a Facebook group, you can contact them through their preferred method over their Facebook group, or you just like Google them and call them and give them your credit card. What did you do for, for our LGS? Uh, well, there's actually a couple that I'm in contact with, and they both have basically the same sort of situation where you call ahead, email them a list, or call in and 
tell them what you want. And then you arrange a time or a place where you come by and you send the money over PayPal or uh, e-transfer, which I guess is mostly a Canadian thing. I don't think they do that down in the States very much. But uh, you do one of those things, you head by the store and they just have your stuff ready for you and they kind of scoot it out into the hallway and you pick it up and take it home. Or like onto just outside the door. I know I just supported a local art supply store. It was only about 30 bucks, but I needed like needed paintbrushes. I had this one just old crappy paintbrush that was like worn down to just a nub and I'm running out of a certain kind of paint and I just called them up. I read them the, like the number of the, the model number of the paintbrush. She went out and found it and she's like, yeah, I got three. I was like, I'll take all three. I'll take a white paint. She gave me a total. I gave her my credit card over the phone. Cause like I, oh, I trust, cool. I, I trust the store. Right. And I know, I knew who I was talking to on the phone. And then I just called Rebecca and said, yeah, go to the place and it just call this number and she'll scoot it out the door to you. So it's really easy. Anybody who's scared of like on street pickups or, or like sending money over the, uh, over the phone might not be recommended, but if they have an e-transfer or a pay online option, just do it, support local. Or like I said before the show, you can actually even buy like gift cards. So you're still giving this business money that you know that you're going to spend and then you can just spend it at a later date, right? Yeah, like we're talking about shopping and encouraging people to like break quarantine and go out and spend. And that's not what we're talking about. But like these, these LGSs are the, the, the heart and the lifeblood, the gathering point for our game and our hobby. And it's where we get to play with our friends and do all that stuff. And yeah, we can do it at home. But especially for us who just kind of started our own EDH NM group here, like... I don't want to lose that and I don't have room for everybody to come over to my house. Yeah. And nor do you want everybody at your house, right? You know what best, best and worst case scenario at the same time for us and these LGSs is, is we call them up or email them or do whatever we just said. And we reserve our booster box and our commander precons and our mystery box. And we say, okay, when quarantine's over or when I'm done my two weeks or whatever it is, I'm going to come and tap my card and I'm going to walk out with like three or $400 worth of the product that I was going to buy over like a month or two month period with all these releases. I'm just going to buy it all at once. And you're giving that LGS an influx of, of cash to pay for their stock and keep their lights on and pay their lease and, and really keep them afloat because um, they they are probably suffering if they don't have an online portion of their retail outlet. Yeah, they help support us by giving us a place to play. We should support them by just buying the shit that we were going to buy anyway. And I mean, I I didn't want another mystery booster box, but when I found out that more were coming in, I figured, well, I'll just buy one to to help out. And oh yeah, you know yeah. what? Un unprecedented, right? Watsy released a like a PR thing saying we're sending a second allotment or a second allocation. And if I remember correctly, it's a hundred percent as big as the first allocation. 100% at their own expense. So when you buy a booster box or a, a mystery booster pack, the LGS gets to keep 100% of that profit. That is, and I mean, I've seen online a bunch of people who are real cynical about this. And like, I'm the cynical one, right? I'm the, I'm the bitter one. And I think this is awesome because I don't care why they're doing it. I don't care if it's a cynical PR move. I don't care if it's them just faking like they give a shit about local stores. I don't care because all that product is going there 
and my store is going to make a bunch of money and that store is going to be there when I go to buy some stuff next time. And, and that's and all that I stuff's, care about. That shit's going to be there and you're going to get it, right? Like you go to go to anywhere right now. You can't find mystery boosters. Yeah, and they're there now and we're going to get them and that's awesome. And I think everybody should just be happy that we have some cool stuff and that we have the opportunity to support our friends and our neighbors. Yeah, and you know what? Speaking of that, and this is not magic related, but it is beer related. Hell yeah. Yes, very much so. We were talking before the show about sub- um, supporting local and kind of what we've been doing. Breweries, smaller grocery stores, maybe they have like a certain thing that you like, right? If you if you can get to these places, if it's safe for you to do so. Coffee shops, these are the places that need the support at this time and generally... I mean, it's easy just to pick up the phone and call them and say, Hey, like, can I get a six pack? How does it work? Can I, can I send you money on your website and then just like come and pick up a six pack? Right. Yeah. Apparently, and here's the thing. Apparently not every place has drive through liquor stores like the town that I come from does. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, I'm not even kidding you. Like I've never seen them anywhere else except for the town that I'm from. And you, that is the preferred way to buy booze. You just don't even get out of your car. You just go, you tap your card and you drive to the next window and you fucking get like a 24 pack of beer. (laughs) Yeah. And of course it's in PA. Oh, 100%. Of course it's in PA, right? Yeah, so all oh, all of man. the Canadian listeners are going to know what that what that means. Of course yeah. it's in PA because it's just it's, it's a hole there for sure. <laughs> yeah, man. Actually, I uh I went to my local brewery that I like to buy beer from last weekend and stocked up. So I'm doing good, and after I'm done recording the show today, I'm going to my favorite bakery and I'm going to buy some donuts. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Everybody's open like the the minuscule hours, so I'm like making excuses to go to these places. Like I'm walking my dog, so I'll like park at the brewery, get out, get my beer, put it in the car, walk the dog, come back, go home, and same thing today. I'm going. I'm just gonna and it's yeah, and it's still cold here. Walk. So by the time you get home, like back to your car from your dog walk, your beer's cold. That's right. It's it's perfect. It's almost like the world is working with me instead of trying to kill me. It's awesome. Yeah, wouldn't that be a a, <laughs> a, a romantic idea? <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a couple other things that we wanted to talk about. And we have, I think you and I have vastly different experiences in this particular category. And this Ooh. is the, this is good vibes coming from the online portion of the Magic the Gathering community. You downloaded Magic Arena. Oh, dude. I can't even get fucking Netflix to work because my country <laughs> internet is so bogged down with everybody working at home. I learned a new term, internet Ooh. strain. Internet strain is uh, service providers not having the bandwidth to service everybody who's at, like accessing the internet. I'm sure IT people knew what that was like 15 years ago, but I just learned it like this week. It's almost and, like all that time and money that they spent where they came in and they jackhammered up your yard and they put in all those new lines to say, oh, the internet's going to be so much faster and better. It's almost like that was a bunch of shit. <laughs> well, huh. they didn't do that to me. Some dude just like came and put a thing on my roof and I had to crawl through my attic for an hour. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Satellite internet, baby. It's so good. Yeah. Well, I got broadband now too. I'm supposed to be on a new tower and it's just, it's just terrible. But you know, that doesn't sound like good vibes. The good vibes come from you trying to learn a new thing and me seeing all of those rigs online, like on Facebook groups of people 
that have like built boxes and like little shitty scaffolding and piles of books to like hold up their their webcams and cameras and stuff and just shoot a playmat so they can see cards and stuff. I think that would be a lot of fun. Like I don't know how any of that stuff works, but if anybody wants to play magic with me and doesn't mind explaining how technology works to me, I would 100% jump in some games. But I'm so jealous right now. And everybody's doing it, right? Like other creators are doing it and I'm seeing their games and I'm seeing all these cool setups. And essentially it's just like a like a four-way webcam or Discord video chat or a M- or not MSN Messenger. Holy fuck, Ryan. A Facebook Messenger <laughs> like video chat <laughs> where you just receive three feeds and yours is the fourth one and you broadcast to other people and you just shoot a game and you decide who goes first and you just play that'd be hard but i think it'd be cool i think it'd be Uh, so fun you you know what else is surprisingly fun uh learning arena because i haven't i I haven't played standard and i haven't played from a position where i don't have a collection to build from in like a decade or two I, i can't tell if you're being sarcastic or if you're serious i am both because <laughs> I don't think that you can be both. You can totally be both. Because on one hand, it's really cool. Because like I can't just do whatever I want. Like when I go to build an EDH deck, I can basically do whatever I want. But when I go to build something that's in standard on this new platform that I have zero foothold in and zero interest in spending any money on, it's not easy. Like it is. It is hard. You got to, yeah, you got to learn to like do the daily challenges so you can like mine gems or whatever you need to craft cards. Yeah. I I, I have no idea. I'm not the arena expert. Apparently you aren't either. (laughs) No, I'm definitely not either. Some people on, uh, on our discord kind of gave me some tips and some codes and some stuff that I can do to get more shit. But oh my God, it's, it's not Do we, do we, do we got to, um, do we got to talk to FU Evan to get us a, an arena channel? I know that we have like an other formats channel on our discord. Maybe Evan can set up an arena channel. Evan, if you're listening, I'll, I'll just, I'll just text him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That could be a thing, but, uh, casual 60 card magic is, is kind of fun. I got a little gruel deck going because of course I do. Right. And, uh, man, riot is a hell of a, a hell of a keyword, isn't it? Yeah. And and did you know that multiple instances of Riot trigger separately? Yes. Because I certainly did not ever think of that. Oh, but, really? But now that I have like two of that, what's that enchantment that they come in that gives all your non-tokens Riot? Yeah, Rhythm of the Wild. Yeah, you got two of those and then a creature that actually has Riot? Oh. Ooh, well, it, it triggers when they ETB. It's when it enters a battlefield, right? Yeah. It's so it would sweet. just trigger on each instance of when it enters the battlefield or each instance of thing that says that. And now all I want is for Riot to come back. Like I just want Riot to be a keyword in like Ikoria. That's what I want. Yeah, well, you know what? We're getting the Ikoria th- uh, commander products, right? You pre-ordered all yours already, right? I sure did. Yeah, I'm, I'd I'm going in. I got I got an email. I got to email the dude. I, I have get the good stuff. I haven't seen any previews, so I'm going to I'm going to buy in right now. And then when they're terrible, it'll be all my fault. And I'm sorry. Well, it's all reprints, right? So you know that there's going to be some good reprints in them. Oh, I'm sure. At at least like $30 worth of reprint equity because there's the the decks are 30 bucks each, aren't they? I think so. Are they all reprints? Like, or are they? These ones are. Or are they reprints from Ikoria and back? I don't know if they include any Ikoria cards. What we know is the... They, the decks are reprints and then like the face cards, 
our new cards, if I'm remembering that correctly, at CCO Podcast, at CCO Brando on Twitter to tell us otherwise or confirm my remembrance. That makes them much more exciting, actually. Well, yeah, and you know what? I mean, you got, it's two It's two decks, right? Nah, man, there's five. There's five in Ikoria? Yeah. Oh, because this is the, yeah, this is, it's two in Zendikar and then two with Commander Masters. It's five, that's right. Yeah. Serenian and we don't we don't know about decks. themes, we don't know about colors, we don't know about anything. Yeah, shit, I forgot. I got to get on this. Yeah, I think previews start on the the third or something. Is that how the third and the end on the tenth? We got to get on getting a preview card. That's what we got to do. You know what, Wizards? I, I'm convinced that they'll never send us any preview cards because, despite being bigger or more popular, having more subs on different platforms, we're probably never going to get one. A because we swear and. And on on Commander Ed Populum, I talk about altered cards, and that's just something that Wizards isn't interested in. So, uh, sorry, Brando. <laughs> Ryan. Uh huh. This sucks. It does. You know what? It if we can twist it around to give us a good vibe kind of feeling. We do have a group of CCO dude bros that do make fun of us and have a grand old time. Every time a new set comes out and we don't get a preview card. That is very true. So and at least we can bring <laughs> pleasure and enjoyment to our friends <laughs> in true. some way. We amuse everybody by being unfortunate. The unwashed yeah. masses on the outside. Yeah, but. that's it. <laughs> that's it. So new decks coming out. You've got yours pre-ordered. I got to pre-order mine. Speaking of new decks... I, I don't. I think I mentioned it last week where I built the 250 card commander decks and then mushed them together to make a totally illegal commander deck. Yeah. I went through the trouble of like sleeving it and double sleeving it so you know that I'm serious. And it took all afternoon and I've been playing it and tuning it and man, it is some, it is some shit, dude. It mm. is, it is some stuff. Like F that hybrid mana debate, just F it right in the ear. I want janky partners oh yeah i've been screaming about like really bad partners that are monocolor so you can introduce a new color to an otherwise like like a different partner deck right like you can take your thrasios and your mono red shitty partner creature and have like a teamer deck right no i want no? two monocolored oh. <laughs> commanders that's what they have to be that are bad well yeah then they're terrible and then you put them together and now they're super good. Because they have partner, and partner is powerful, mostly. Yeah, except they don't have partner. They're just two existing creatures that suck, but you put them together, and now they're fucking good. Oh, like, but still one card like one card or two cards? Like, picture this. Picture this. Sure. Here, here's what I did. I built Runetail, or not Runetail. Yeah, Runetail. Soratami Ascended, or that's the one that flips over into an enchantment where your creatures don't take any damage. Yep. And Kazool Tyrant of the Cliffs. That's the one where people attack you, you get minotaurs. Eh? Eh? So you attack me, and I get a minotaur, and I block your dude, and it doesn't take damage. It's awesome. You could. It's foolproof. Y you just want two different, like, I understand now. Yes, I want to. And what if there was a mono white and a mono red, like, partner commander that, ah, uh, nah. No, I, I want those two. That's, that's you what want I want. those exact creatures. Yeah, I want to play this deck that I've built in real life because it is awesome. It's got a land tax and it's got an Armageddon and it's got a winter orb. It's got everything 
that I love about magic. I think we just lost like 10,000 subs. (laughs) (laughs) In you talking about this stupid deck and then all of the cards that you just listed. (laughs) It actually is surprisingly really good. Like I asked the question on Twitter a little while ago, like if you could add like another general to an existing deck, like not for value, not because you want that one sick combo piece, but just because it would work really good. And there were some actual really good ideas. I can't remember them off the top of my head, but I remember reading through my Twitter feed being <laughs> of like... Of course, of course you can Well, th- this was weeks ago. You don't expect me to remember anything. I'm lucky I can remember that I was supposed to come into the station today to record with you. Because <laughs> you didn't show up at my house and say, hey, man, let's go. That's excellent. You know what I like, or what I would like to see, maybe, and this is kind of like partners, I would like to see like an expansion on the ability or mechanic lieutenant so you have your commander of course but then you also could have a lieutenant that maybe also exists in the command zone kind of like oathbreaker has a signature spell but this is a secondary creature maybe it has to have the ability lieutenant maybe it's its own like maybe it has to be legendary i'm not sure but it would give you the option to to like have more of that partner type feel where you can build a completely different deck than somebody else that's running similar color creatures. Or like if I had a Thrasios and Timna deck and somebody had like a Thrasios and Ravos Soul Tender, you know, same four colors, but completely different deck. Or if they just took the, the Lieutenant mechanic and made it such that you could cast it from your command zone and just gave us a whole slew of new Lieutenant cards that were, cheaper and not as powerful as the current iterations of lieutenant what if you had some like uh they exist in your deck but then if you play them and they get removed they go to the command zone oh so they start in your deck but if they die you can get access to them again but you don't start with access to them that might be a good idea for lieutenant it's like it's like your commander is leading your army and he finds this one random creature that he just like gets along with and then he promotes him to lieutenant and then when he dies he's he can come back again as your lieutenant because your commander likes him yeah and then we got to retrofit that so i can put it on perforos in norin so when people remove my perforos i can play it again <laughs> of course of course we do <laughs> it's all about the self-serving stuff around here ryan self-serving yeah that's it it's that's feeling it. good and that's what would make me feel good that's it. You know what I did? You know what I did want to talk about uh, as as far as feeling good and self-serving is concerned. A couple weeks ago you had bought the new Ultimate Guard, Ultimate Guard anti-theft backpack? Yeah, I'm not sure how it prevents theft cuz like I was practicing with it. I put it on my on my chair and I try and steal it and it always works. <laughs> like I literally get it every single time. It has never once stopped me from stealing it. I think when you're wearing it, all of the zippers are covered. Well, yeah, but you can still, like, steal the backpack. It's It deters theft when you're wearing it. That's probably... It doesn't doesn't have as nice of a ring to it. But I'm wondering, because you've got those gigantic, huge dragon shield binders that have, like, the epic art on them. When you open the binder up, you can see, like, the front and spine and back cover of a big dragon art. Hell yeah, so cool but you don't have any way to fit that in your anti-theft backpack. One of the things I've seen people do in a lot of online is like 
organizing collections and 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 getting like ripping decks apart, making new decks. Have you, have you done anything with your new backpack for upcoming events? If and when we ever get to like go to them, huh? <laughs> I, well, I have bought a slightly smaller binder, uh, and I'm slowly going through my. The reason I have that big fat trade binder is because my trade binder has got lots of stuff in it, and I'm curating that list. I'm taking the stuff that I think people might want and putting it into this much smaller binder that I think will fit okay. But other than that, I'm not... You know, the lack of magic in my life has made me sad to the point that I don't know if I want to organize collections, because what am I organizing it for? It's not like I can go out and play. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's real life. I've been, I've been meaning to rip a deck apart, but every time I open my cards, it's just like... Ugh. What's, What's the even point? the point? <laughs> this is the opposite. This is the opposite of what we're trying to accomplish with this episode. No way. It's totally legit. And you know why? Because it's funny. Because everybody else is going just as stir crazy as us. And I'm yeah. sure that they're like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Because you look at that deck. It's sitting there. It's half sleeved. You got like a card just halfway sticking out of a sleeve. One of them is in like a beer that you spilled a couple of days ago. It's just glued to the table. You know, you're never going to be able to pick it up. But you don't want to clean it up because like, Why? Yeah, that's yeah. real life. You know what I th- th- here's some here's a couple pieces of real good advice for people stuck at home. Every couple days, like make sure you you take your pajamas off or like change out of sweatpants just as a means to like track any unhealthy eating. <laughs> <laughs> or like you can you can weigh like how much your body's changed based on how your clothes fit. <laughs> I don't think I've worn not sweatpants for like, fuck, like since I saw you two weeks ago. Oh man, I've been tracking how far society has degenerated by when I go to the grocery store and I look at people's shoes. Because at first people were wearing shoes. Because remember, it's winter here. There's snow on the ground. It's winter. It's cold. And people are wearing like shoes and boots and whatever. And then a little after that, people wearing socks and sandals, which is so styling. And yesterday I saw like, I'm... I shit you not, six or seven people in the same grocery store wearing fucking slippers. Slips. And it's, what are you people doing? It's cold and it's wet, but they're also absorbent. They're going to suck all the water off the ground. Like, it's it's going to be gross. And people are wearing it. It doesn't make any sense. Ugh. That's stupendous. Did they? Yeah. Did, and you know what's funny? Lots of lots of big grocery chains here don't even give you plastic bags anymore, so you can't even do the old the old <laughs> trick of of putting plastic, plastic bags, bags your <laughs> around your feet. Yeah, <laughs> you ever have to do that when you were little? Put plastic bags inside your boots so your uh, so your socks don't get wet. Yeah, that was the worst. It was embarrassing, right? Because you got to school and had to take the bags out, and everybody's like, oh, hey, yeah. hey, little bags. Canada kids know, hey? Canada kids know. I bet you Max Crandell knows, too. Oh. He lives in, like, Canada South. Max Crandell probably still does it. <laughs> <laughs> he probably puts the plastic bag inside of his socks so his feet don't get wet, but he doesn't care about if his socks smell or not. Oh, man. <laughs> I like me some good Max Crandell rubs. I love that. Don't Google that. <laughs> yeah, don't Google rubs Max Crandell. Oh, man. And if that's he's listening, so we're going to play Borderlands together at some point during quarantine. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah. That's real life. You guys, you can game online. I don't even have that. Yeah, you got That's fine. You got to move back to the city, dude. You can pick up Borderlands or- I, I'm not allowed to go back to the city. It's too late. <laughs> yeah, I guess, eh? It's over. 
<laughs> I'm stuck here forever. No, it's good. There's lots of stuff to do. My driveway's full of mud right now. It's Gross. fine. We've got like this giant puddle forming in the ditch. We call it the lake. <laughs> <clears throat> and we just go out there. I drink a beer. My kid falls into the water. It's, it's like, it's fine. It's like our daily routine at this point. Are you going to build him a little raft? When I was a kid, there was a slough kind of a couple blocks from my house and what we us kids would do is we'd all go out and we'd find a bunch of scrap wood from the neighborhood and we'd pound it all together to make a little raft and we'd float around yeah that's it i could i could do that i got some i got some spare wood and pallets and stuff it's pretty fun and there kids, it is. it's not it's that not shit. that big yet i'm gonna have to like go to like the neighboring development where they're just like half sunk underwater every spring <laughs> That's great. Yeah, wasn't there a development like just south of your house where there's a great big hill in the middle and the houses got more expensive as they went up the hill because they flooded the least? Uh, Did you hear about that? Yeah, sort of, sort of. It's just to the north of me where we were actually going to buy a house in that development originally uh, on the hill, I'll add. (laughs) (laughs) And there were a couple houses that were very noticeably less expensive to the tune of like a hundred to $150,000 less because they were down closer to the bottom. And one of them had water coming across its backyard as the water level was rising. And somebody bought it like a landscaper type guy bought it and totally transformed the whole yard. So it's safe now. And like, I'm sure he spent some money on it, but that's his business, right? So he just got a $150,000 deal on a house. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm so sweet. I fuck mother nature. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Now look where we are. <laughs> yeah, I guess she showed that guy. Hey, yeah. And everybody else on the planet. <laughs> Have you seen those memes where it's like people standing in front of things that they've destroyed? And there's a picture of Neo in front of an explosion and Arnie in front of an explosion and a little bat in front of the earth. Oh, no. (laughs) No, we shouldn't joke about that. This is, oh, I got it. This is not coronavirus cookout podcast. Oh, shit. Oh, Oh. got there. Wait, hang on. No, I can't play the air horn. I don't have it. The computer doesn't work like that, I'm afraid. That's all good. Speaking of Airhorn, though, we have got a deck giveaway to do. Shit, yeah, we do. Now, last arc, we had a budget Golos deck that essentially we liked so much and it became a little bit of a meme for about a month because everybody liked it so much and it was so inexpensive that we made fun of it. But it turns out that it's actually a really good deck that people have told us that they were going to build build and we wanted to give it away to one lucky listener one member of cco nation that had interacted with us on twitter or on facebook or was just generally a good dude and that dude is raf garcia congratulations raf garcia that is sick that's ursa bear walker right the bear punching guy that is correct. He is Patreon supporter. He is in our Discord. He interacts with us a ton on Twitter and is very much a dude that I'm looking forward to meeting at upcoming Magic Fests if and when we can ever get to them. I'm going to say when because it's going to happen. Yeah, you know what? I'm I've, I'm starting to get a bad feeling about Seattle. That is in the beginning of June. I thought it was the end of June. Definitely the beginning of June. I've got your plane ticket in my email inbox. Ah, hell. (laughs) And you know what? If we don't end up making it there, like flights are transferable. 
And like, we've got plans for me anyways, to get to Minneapolis, maybe you'll switch to Minneapolis instead of, instead of Seattle. If we can't make it there, that's in July. And then in August is magic fest, Las Vegas. And then November is Anaheim, all places that we're still planning to go to if we're legally allowed to, or physically allowed to get on a plane and fly there. You you know what I realized that I'm, I'm super excited about going to, to magic fest Anaheim. And I don't know why it never really dawned on me, but oranges grow on trees. And Ginger Joe has an orange tree in his front yard. And that blew my mind because I've never really thought about that before. Like how here apple trees are everywhere and nobody gives a shit. But orange trees exist I'm sure down it's, in I'm California. sure it's like that there. It's like, uh, it's like when you go anywhere in the Mediterranean, just olive trees, orange trees, lemon trees, they are also everywhere. You know how we've got like, we've got maple trees or elm trees that line the streets where we are. When you drive through the towns of wherever in Spain or Greece or Italy, they've just got lemon trees and orange trees that kind of flank their streets. People don't even eat them because most of the year they're just like pretty bitter. But they're oranges and they grow. I love oranges. I'm so excited. I'm going to, I'm going to get an orange. It's going to happen. There it is. Yeah. There it is. It's going to be awesome. That's it. So I hope that everybody has found some enjoyment in today's episode. And of course, moving ahead with the arc of good vibes. I think we've got time for one more mystery booster pack bundle to give away. What do you think? I concur. Oh, one more thing also to add on to the Raf Garcia deck giveaway winning. Shoot me your address. I will send you a plethora of colorful elastic bands to wrap around that bitch. <laughs> yeah, no sleeves. No sleeves No allowed. deck box. Just elastics. And, and, and only, uh, what, what is it going to be? It's going to be like only moderately played or worse condition. <laughs> <laughs> this deck is going to be epic. Yeah. That's Whoa. it. Riffle shuffle. Oh, I'm very excited. Oh, I love a good riffle shuffle. Okay, last mystery pack booster giveaway for the week. This comes by way of Twitter. This person, I'm sure, guessed a commander correctly from our last arcs. Hints during the CCO pre-show on YouTube. Matt Flucher. Flucher? Flucher. He's got, he's the M Flucher. M stands for Matt in this case, not meat. Meat flute. Sounds like an excellent nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Meat Flute. Get at us. CCO Podcast, CCO Brando. Congratulations. I have got your packs sitting on top of the filing cabinet in my office, and they are ready to go out as soon as we get an address. For everybody else, stay tuned in probably to Commander Cookout on YouTube where I might put out a couple couple little solo videos just to kind of keep the YouTube train rolling and tie into some of the good vibes when, when I have something that maybe I want to specifically point at. And I think that's where you're going to have opportunity to win this ARC's deck or this ARC's mystery booster pack. So stay tuned to Commander Cookout on YouTube. Of course, links are always in the show notes on any platform that you that you catch the podcast on. Yes. Also, uh, because we're far apart, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plug this a little bit. I have a little supplementary YouTube channel on my own. It's called Brando Does Stuff. Hopefully, Ryan will put a link in the show notes to the show. I have some plans for that as well if you want to stop by and say hello and see what I've been up to. You're welcome to. 
I, I subscribed to it with the CCO account. I don't know if you saw that. I did. I'm very excited. I have some subscribers. I'm very happy that people watched my, my solo video that's on there. And I'm going to have some more up probably next week. That's it. You know, mostly it's like you're doing your own thing. I'm doing my own thing. And I think what it's going to be over the next, what is it, couple weeks or a month, this might be the format that people get. And Brando and I will just either be on a shared document or we'll be looking at the same deck list and we'll be going back and forth on some of the feel-good, comfort food type decks that people send in to commandercookout at gmail.com or the preferred deck list channel on our discord if you're a patreon supporter indeed so that kind of sounds like a final thought of the day but give us give us a wrap up give us a give us a final feel good vibe of the day all right well uh thanks for being with us everyone we would like to thank our official sponsor face to face games.com they're canada's biggest magic store for helping us keep the lights on we want to thank all of you guys for giving us a reason to keep the lights on putting us in your ear holes and your other holes throughout every week as we come back to you with new content each and every Tuesday. Now, hold on. You mean, uh, this just occurred to me. You mean uh, their eye holes, right? Of course. What else? What other holes would I mean, Ryan? I don't know. I thought maybe you're talking specifically to your wife or my wife. I no, don't know. No, just everybody. I can't wait till we can be, I can't wait till we can be all factory, like smell. Ooh, that's, I, I, I am not looking look, forward to that because... Smelly Cookout Podcast. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Sorry oh, I interrupted. Not a problem at all, my friend. The point is, coming in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have the good vibes coming out as we can. Please send in any kind of decks that you want us to feature on the show, the ones that make you feel good, that make the game super fun wherever you're at. We're going to do the same, and we're going to be back at you with the first deck list in the pile with the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! Woo!